Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode. Hello folks, Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence, and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts, or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A. L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself.
Welcome to episode 187 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. And Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Salah Harun Abtahan. Saul Sidebottom. And Azu. Now we're all agreed. Mm-hmm. No, no, no more of this talking nonsense. Never. No more of this questions or character development nonsense. Absolutely None not. None of that guff. All, no. that's, all that's right Numbers. Out, okay? Numbers. Dice. Yep. Rules. Yep. Pain, sadness, yep. death. Yep. yep. Cool. I did not sign up for this, but okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it is where you find yourself. The message was delivered as Morse code stabs to the head. Ah. Pain. Just pain and numbers. So, as a little recap for anyone in case yeah, you're forgetting, we are in the centre of the Garden of Yerlik. We are in the centre of the Blight in the centre of the Garden of Yerlik. By the buds in the centre of the Blight in the centre of the Garden of Yerlik. And... <laughs> Bad things are coming for you. Specifically, presumably, bad trees are coming for you. You said these trees were blue, not lighted. Now, this is where there'll be info. Let it come. Okay, okay. For now, I'm also going to reveal to the audience a horrendous, unforgivable lapse, which is I may have organised the initiative prior to starting because otherwise our poor editors just sit and listen to me maths and I'm not quick. <laughs> or, like... I think players can confirm it's not good listening. You haven't missed anything apart from a clatter of a couple of dice. Him, him putting the initiative together gave me enough time to make tea and it go cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I am going to do is, at the end of last episode, two things happened simultaneously. Basically, Hamid yelled, wait, thus uh, affording me the opportunity to be horrendous. But to my eyes, Zolf was already going ahead and it was a simultaneous act poking his head in. Ben, technically you get to make the call. I'm fine with it being either too late, Zolf's head's already in there, or in time for Zolf to stop. I'll let you make the call. Oh, no, in, in character, Zolf ignores Hamid. <laughs> Fabulous. I, was like, so. I really love the phrase, it's too late, Zolf's head is already in there. <laughs> 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 He's got AirPods in, can't see it. <laughs> Wild magic, your head converts into a balloon and floats away. No, oh. so what I would say is... I'm going to give you a little bit more info and let you make the call prior to me triggering initiative, okay? It isn't a case of, like, there's an overlap of an inch and if you just poke your head around, it's like, oh, hello. You will sort of have to step in to a degree. Uh, you can't get just your head in round a petal enough to see anything, but you could step bodily in and then be able to do so. Yeah, to be clear, I'm not, like, walking through a por- any portal I see. It's just as long as, you know, it looks like a big flower and I can get some information by looking into it, then I will do so. Okay, then what I'll do is I'll follow you and then I'll trigger initiative because, yeah, no, no spoilers there. You all know it's coming. So, stepping inside, you take a couple of steps, which is just enough to get past the overlap, to then sort of poke your head around and then have a look in. Could you please give me first a perception check? 21. Could you then please give me a will save? What kind of effect? This one, again, because I know what you've got, you're not going to be able to modify against. Ooh. Ooh, 18. 18, okay, okay. Rolled a three. That's not good. Could you also give me a reflex save? 18. Okay. And last but not least, a fort save. Oh, just all of them. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. 14. <laughs> Rather two. Oh, you're, you're in my corner now, Ben. Thanks, D20 ben, systems. Ben, look at all my hit points, Meredith. You're in my oh, town. No. For the audience, Alex just, like, moved his shoulders as if he's limbering up Alex, to I've step got, into the boxing ring. I've got 92 hit points. Bring it on. 
The trick I have found ben, with you, Ben, it. is not to threaten is not to threaten you with mere hit point damage. There's more interesting ways to deal with you as a character now. <laughs> oh no. Okay. More grief. Even more grief. Ugh. I am going to give you the perception check first. Congratulations on the first player in this campaign to trigger a full 2001 Space Odyssey. As you peer around the petal, you expect to see the interiors of a plant, maybe a room, who knows, maybe a portal. What you see is time and space stretching out for eons ahead of you. Uh Genuinely, you see galaxies forming, exploding and dying. And on top of all of this, you also get the distinct sense. You know you had that feeling that it was very pressed upon you as you, like the crowd of people as you were getting there? Mm-hmm. Utterly overwhelming sense of just sheer density of, of people. Just utterly, utterly overwhelming. It's like you were in a crowd that's somehow above and beneath you. It's, it's a crushing feeling. Mm-hmm. But your own, this is all in a glimpse. You have enough experience to know this is your brain telling... This is me ripping off Terry Pratchett. This is your brain telling you stories about what you're seeing because it can't make sense of it. So in terms of the perception, it is you see the infinite and the infinite looks back. <laughs> cool. Oh, dear. Cool, cool, uh, cool, In cool. terms of the will save, mm-hmm. you don't have any secondary effects, but you are at your utter limit before just being properly swept away with this. Oh, no. In terms of the reflex save... There feels like there is a physical draw towards you, an actual suction in towards the centre of this plant. Mm -hmm. Again, you just, at the very, very sort of tip of your abilities, manage to not get sucked in or whatever. So that that means I failed the fort save then? It does indeed. Because it was DC 15s across the board? (laughs) Well, you rolled 18s. It sounded to me like it was DC 18s across the board. I may or may not be actually with Bryn on this one, and the DC 18 is... You hitting two 18s in a row is a little bit... Ooh, Uh, you... Pardon my language, feel free to bleep it. Ooh, you little shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, in terms of the fort save, you are now nauseated. Oh right, okay, that's nauseated is you can you can only move a single move action per turn. Fine. So calming touch doesn't work. Mm. Yes, okay. Fine. What I will say as well is for the sake of I have a bunch of maths coming up so I'm going to tell you this figure normally I would keep it hidden. Assuming that you move away from the source that you are being nauseated from which should be pretty obvious to you, it will wear off within 3 rounds. Okay. And the only thing I could do is move. You can take a single move action per turn. So I can't use spell-like abilities? Depends on what the spell-like ability is. You touch... Oh, it's a standard action, so probably not. Then no. Cool. However, I know that there are party members who can help you with your current predicament. So, with that in mind, I am now triggering initiative. I'm going to give a brief little description of what is triggering the initiative, and then we'll go through the round. So, in terms of the initiative... Hamid turned around going, what's that? And yeah, there's movement amongst the trees, and it's the trees themselves that are moving. Specifically, the first thing that you notice, though, is that there is one tree significantly larger than the rest that suddenly alights as if from within with a bright blue glow. It is an electric blue. It is a almost fluorescent blue. And as you look, a crackle of lightning shoots from the trunk out to the tips of its root branches and back. You see, at this stage, three other trees distributed around the clearing also start to move and I by, by move think more anime I don't mean charge I mean 
where once they were still, they are now moving and clearly actually, like, empty. Let's leave it at that. That's all you're really going to be able to do unless you take a bunch of time for a perception check. However, you are da -da -da -da, way out ahead in terms of initiative. Can I get a reminder of what Summit Niel said previously? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to over-summarise. These trees are well within. There is a decent distance from the edge of the blight to where you are now because the clearing, yeah, there was yeah. a walk between yes, the, yeah, the yeah. edge of the bite and the walk and Summit Neil was just like, you know, go stab happy. There's nothing sure. here to worry okay, about. Okay, so yeah, don't need to worry too much about like, oh no, I killed nice trees. You said they were literally crackling with lightning. One mm. of them was, the big one was. Okay. Do I go offensive or defensive? These sound like mere player questions. I'm above such petty concerns, Bryn. I cast Resist Energy on myself. Makes sense. Because I do not have loads of hit points. <laughs> Which energy? Uh, electricity. Fire! Fire! Say fire! Fire! <laughs> ben, between you and me, I'm I'm not vindictive, but if I had to pick a player to start nauseated, it would have to be Zolf Lightning Boy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you been hit by, like, seven solid bolts of natural lightning by this point, I think? No, it's like, it was two, I think. I think it might have been more. I'll have to, I'll have to double check the old recording. Oh, I um, remember it being three. Ben looks so offended at the idea of being called Lightning Boy, given that it was only two strikes of lightning. Like, honestly, <laughs> it's just two lightning strikes. That's something that happens all the time. There's only one storm. <laughs> Everyone knows lightning strikes multiple times. <laughs> and it's very common. Also, given that other people may not be ready yet, I would like to place myself at the front of the group of tender NPCs. Don't you worry, mate, you are. Okay. I'm not super happy about that either, but I still think it's the best choice. You are the spearhead of the vanguard. Next up is Wild, who smashed his initiative role. Immediately, Wild takes stock of the situation, starts sort of humming under his breath and gesticulating wildly, then casts his hand out, and a mechanically huge fire elemental appears between you and the lightning tree ants thing specifically. Cool. It is big, it is fiery, and it is terrifying. You can basically almost feel the heat from it. It is, to all intents and purposes, again, I'm gonna give you this for free. You know you know, it's Wild's illusion thing. It's a good one. Like, it's, it's <laughs> up there. It's a very good illusion. And you can see the reaction of whatever the tree thing is has bought it. Like, Hook, Line and Center has, bu has bought that as an illusion. It's very obvious because it sort of goes... <laughs> redirects Hot. its face. Dangerous. Yeah. Hot. At that stage, then, Wild pulls close to you so that you're sort of shoulder to shoulder. Well, I mean... Laterally, <laughs> on the lateral plane, you are shot from the top-down map. You are shoulder to shoulder, and I won't hear anything else. <laughs> At which point, Cell, you are up. Right. So, firstly, I should say I got it wrong. Beast morph mutagen does not last two hours; it lasts ninety minutes. But I could say that that—that's. You said we were on the edge, and so all that's happened so far is they've smelled pollution. And I think we would have got Big Ben anyway. So they land heavily on the ground. Could you please give me a fly check? Yep. I'm going to assume that you have been lowering yourself down rather yeah. than plummeting. This is just to see how successful you are in that. So I was aware of these things, but this uh, their controlled landing was somewhat confused by this new information. 16. Okay, yeah, you can land. Okay. Phew. Damn it. 
but that means still uh, now n- not loads of hit points. Only only s- small to medium hit points, not loads. How far away are the trees? Sixty feet from you. Sixty feet. Oh. For the avoidance of doubt and for listeners' benefit, Azu and Zolf are thirty feet away from the rest of the group, and the group are sixty feet away from the nearest sort of lightningy tree. Mm-hmm. Meaning that there are, if you do your maths, ninety feet between, say, Zolf and the nearest lightning tree. But bear in mind that all the trees aren't bunched together; they are dotted around. So. They're coming at us from different directions. Yeah, they are all coming at you from different directions, but they are all still 60 feet away from the thing, and one isn't coming through the big plant, like, obviously, so as a result, yeah, it all kind of comes out in the wash. Irritating that they are lightning creatures, given that I think all of the things that I have that could get 60 feet, like the crossbow does electric damage, which I'm going to guess... Oh, it does, doesn't it? Oh. Oh. oh, I mean, you wouldn't design the thing around that because it is only 1d6 of lightning damage, so not really that big. I never said I wasn't petty. Yeah. <laughs> I never said those words. Cell's just going to cast shield on themselves. I think that's a very good idea. Yep. Fabulous. In that case, then, you've used your movement, obviously, to land and then you cast shield. That's fine. In which case, then, Zolf, you are up. You, uh, to be clear, I'm going to do complete information, which is, although you've been exposed to stuff, you know that there is stuff going on outside. Like, you just know it. You just do. Sure. Well, I'll back out of the flower. You immediately feel that suction disappears, that pressure reduces, and although you are still nauseated, you you very clearly feel that that is a residual effect. It is not perpetuating. Yeah. That, that's uh, bad in there. feel quite ill because uh, oh. time, time and space. Uh, anyway, stuff, and I'll, I'll kind of hop down and then do like a... <laughs> <laughs> for, for listeners' benefit, that is the hands on the knees. Are you yeah. fine? Yes, I'm fine. I'm just really interested in this patch of ground here. I am here. extremely trying not to vomit, which is how I'm... Obviously, I think it's the intent of nauseated of I can only move. Yeah, not an accident the distances involved congratulations you use your single move that's how much a single move costs you is to get next to Azu doing that because yeah. of the stuff at play great bish bash bosh okay. in which case then Azu you are up Zolf is now out you are aware of the situation and again we're doing Pathfinder eye stalks tree 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 like you know where everyone is etc okay is nauseated something that I need to specifically be able to dispel or can I do yes. a healing okay well I can't help you with that I'm very sorry Azu is going to look between Zolf and then between the very squishy NPCs and then back to Zolf and then she's going to move towards the... Can I do a double move to get there? Yeah, you can. Okay, that's that's what she'll do then to go and protect the the small fleshy people. Also, just for flavour, with Zolf still bent over, does the thing where he, like, he's not looking but he waves his arm and goes, no, it's fine, you go deal with that, I'm all right. <laughs> As I'll just go, feel better soon. <laughs> <laughs> it should really be hell. It should really be thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no, because that's a very, very powerful incantation in this world with massive material effects. Summit Neil bears it up and takes position effectively not on top of Wild and Hamid as two squishies but close, because on top of would be causing problems, but you have heavy melee support right next to you now. 
At which point then, one of the trees starts loping forward. It is not one that has, as of yet, crackled with lightning or anything like that. It double moves. I wish listeners could see this mime. <laughs> and then, basically, is on top of Summit Neal, Hamid and Wild, but has used the double move to get there. So covers the entire 60 foot in one turn, but is just like, hello. <laughs> At which point then, your big lightningy friend moves forward a mere 40 feet and then throws its branches out wide and a fan of crackling electricity moves between all of them. Oh, no. At which point then, all of the branches suddenly clap forward together as if like a massive like pair of clapping hands. Oh, we've been doing well. And a bolt of lightning shoots straight towards Hamid. <gasps> Reflex save, Hamid. Good luck, small boy. Please do not explode. I rolled a two, so that's 12. I do not take half damage from this spell attack. You, you, you do not. You do not. This is going to hurt. Oh, Just God. be aware. So uh, oh, by the way, everyone, I still had 10 damage left over from the previous fight. Oh, <gasps> really? That's what's written on my character sheet. Oh, dear. Wait, how how many hit points have you got? I need to know if this is existential. 41. <laughs> yeah, it is. <gasps> we could just lose Hamid. He yep. was just about oh. to get wings. Yeah, it's physically possible for Hamid to just die here. Not, not the wings, boy. Oh, my God. I just have enough dice. <gasps> oh, God, that sounds like so many. You take the biggest lightning bolt you have ever seen straight to the chest for 38 damage. Bear in mind you have resist damage. I am very glad I cast protection from energy last time. I will turn. say now, protection from energy will probably have saved your life because the spell's not done. <laughs> I take 18 damage. So, the first thing that happens is that massive bolt of lightning strikes you square in the chest for what should have been a near-mortal amount of damage between everyone. Rolled quite low, and I'm glad I did. I feel like one-shotting you one round in might be seen as disingenuous. <laughs> However, every single party member now... Oh, my God. Please, could you give me a reflex save? Ooh. Oh, this is going to hit us all, isn't it? Does that include Hamid a second time? No, it does not. Right. Hamid is currently serving me a very important function of being a distribution point for other people's ah, pain. Ah, chain lightning. Don't you very worry nice. about it, Hamid. You you stand I've there with your resist part. energy. You've done your role fabulously. I'm very proud of you, Bryn. Am, am I allowed to with nauseated? Yes. Oh, okay. Fine. And you won't... Weirdly enough, you won't take penalties. It's an action economy penalty thing rather than a... Uh, 22. 22? Okay. Zolf has made the reflex save. I bend over and it goes over my head. <laughs> <laughs> Skrark got 20. Has made the save. I rolled a natural one, so that's Oof. nine. Have failed the save. Yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, just Helen, just to be clear, that means you failed the save. <laughs> Cell got 15. <laughs> Have failed the save. <laughs> Everyone who failed their save, mm -hmm. please take... 38 lightning damage. Whew. People who saved take half. Skrark applies the effects of evasion and takes a zero. Yep. Rogues. I want to be Skrark! 
No, that's why Scrock has that. <laughs> this is a thing I was aware of, have been briefed on, which is why I feel safe to have provided this attack, knowing it's not an instant Scrock killer. All right, I, I've only got 73 hit points left. If Hamid had, had made his save, by the way, he would have halved 38 to 19 and then applied a reduction of 20 and taken zero. Thank you. Thanks for letting us know what we could have won. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, Cell started with fewer hit points than Zolf currently has. Yeah, you've just halved all my, my hit points, too. More than halved Cell's by quite a long way. Wild and Summit Neil both make strong dodges. They still get clipped by it, but they clearly have not been hit by the full brunt. So in terms of descriptor, this blasted out towards Hamid, smashed into Hamid, and then leapt out to every other person in a single blow. Alex? Yes? Do you want to feel especially clever for nauseating me? You know what? I would. I, I would. have protection from en- energy communal. <laughs> and that, could have, that could have been my opener to protect everyone from electricity. But it's not, because I'm going to be sick. Silently clapping, <laughs> silently clapping. Yay! Silently clapping, silently I thought, clapping. I thought that would make you pleased. I'm going to be honest, when I put in those four reflex and will saves, I was under the assumption that Zolk would just pass them all, because he always bloody does. I rolled <laughs> so badly. I rolled a two on that fort save. I I'm think. happy now. That's okay. So, Skrark is now up. Having successfully stepped into rogue space temporarily and then returned out of it unscathed. <laughs> Skrark five foot steps towards the tree that is next to... You said one approach Summit Yell and Wild. So is the electricity tree are, like in front of us and then this tree on the side? Yes. And the one that's to the side is up in your grill and the electricity tree is a bit further back. Yeah. So Scrap five foot steps towards it and takes a full attack. Go for it. He's going to use the syringe spear for the first attack. Interesting. Time for Alex to remember the things he's given you. <laughs> 21. So here. Okay, it is not very much damage, but if this thing is not immune to poison, that might be a problem for it. Uh, yeah, two damage. Takes two damage, yeah. Rainbow jellyfish toxin applies to the tree. Is the tree immune to poison? I'm going to confirm, but I think I might have bad news for you. Oh, I mean, it is a tree. It is a tree. Immunity to poison, yeah. yeah. It is also being threatened by Summit Niel, so I might get sneak attack damage. You will get sneak attack damage, and it's not immune to sneak attack damage. That is much better. That's an additional 15 damage. There you mm. go. Yeah. That's a good start. The second attack is with the tail weapon attached to Skrark's tail. Yep. It's the first time it's come up, isn't it? Uh, natural 20. Ooh, roll to confirm. Can you confirm? Ooh. Roll to confirm the crit. Skrark, MVP, straight out the gate. Skrark! Ah. The roll to confirm on the crit is only 16. Doesn't confirm. That is sadly only an additional 4 damage. Ah, shame. Not bad, though. That's still 21 total, straight out the gate. That's... And if it wasn't immune to poison, the poison is, like, really good. Oh, the poison's fabulous. That's why I gave yeah. you that poison. But unfortunately, these guys are are immune. It's not surprising, but yeah. Okay, cool. In that case, then, good turn from Skrark. Effectively, they, these are separate turns. Two remaining trees. Mm-hmm. Stand their ground and Uh-oh. begin behaving oddly. Cool. Specifically... Don't like that. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> could, could you Getting not? hit in the face. Good, yeah, loads of hit points. The tree looks at you oddly. Ooh, ooh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, 
what starts happening is they sort of dig their roots, sort of pull up, and then dig them extra deep down. And it's hard to describe something that doesn't technically have full arms, because they are, you know, like, treant-type things. But they start effectively sort of thrusting upwards, like they're summoning something or whatever. I don't like it at all. no. At which point you see a number of trees within their immediate vicinity start to jerk and move nope. in a similar fashion. Bad. Think the horror movie one, you know, where you like got missing frames and they're all bending awkwardly and etc. They all start to move. Bad. At which point then the trees that were sort of summoning the bigger ones then all move up at the same speed that the first big tree that is not lightning boy did. There are now three trees all on top of Hamid, Wild and Summit Neil with a bunch of jerking weirdness at the edge of the circle and they have had to double move in order to get there so as a result they're not going to be taking any further actions okay at which point then Hamid you are up there's a tree there's a tree there's a tree there's a lightning tree oh there's weird trees at the edges Hamid stands back up his hair standing on end cracks his neck and says Uh my turn (laughs) (laughs) you come for the king oh we've got a badass over here (laughs) okay Hamid is going to cast ignoring his party's health he fireballs his own feet twice (laughs) (laughs) I mean some of the people standing there would be fine but not all of them and therefore we will not be doing that (laughs) Hamid is going to cast fireball Hamid is specifically casting fireball on the lightning tree but Given that fireball extends 20 foot, I believe it will be possible to place the centre of the fireball to hit the lightning tree and one other tree without... If I've understood the positions of the different trees properly... You are, you are correct. Like, I can skip to the destination. You are correct. You can catch, effectively, if you've got one tree on your left flank, one tree on your right flank, and one tree ahead, and then the lightning one beyond that, yeah. you can catch the one that's dead ahead and the lightning tree yeah. that's further back. And the one that's dead ahead is the one Scarf already hit. That is correct, yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Fireball hits those two trees. I was ready for this, even if I don't like this. <laughs> What's the DC I need to hit on the reflex? Doesn't matter. Eight, 18. Do- doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Got to roll higher than three to uh, <laughs> to get anything done in this system. I'll tell you that for free. Both trees take 55 fire damage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a strong roll. That was a very strong roll. That was well above expectation. Destroy them. Well, <laughs> okay, so, you know these these trees? Real scary trees. The, the trees that I described as... Terrifying. Well, trees, but also, you know, desiccated. Yeah, yeah. Devoid of moisture. Yeah. Blighted, as it were. Yeah. May or may, or may not have, have vulnerabilities to, to fire. Oh, oh. Would you like me to recalculate the damage for you, Alex? I mean, if, if you if you were to add... 27. That's 50% of 55. <laughs> yeah, if you could add 50% of the damage... So that's 82 ta- damage total to those two trees. Oh, my God. 82. 82 each. Yeah. Okay, bear with me. Bigly damage. <laughs> Very bigly damage. Now, do you want the good news? Yes. <laughs> or do you want the bad news? No. <laughs> just at all. Just if at we all. don't you, hear you the asked, bad news, then that know. isn't part of the world that yeah. you've created, so it doesn't exist. 
Well, the good news is the tree in front of you ceases to exist. Awesome. <laughs> it's boom. It just shatters into non-damaging splinters, Ooh. exposing the, the lightning version behind. A fireball is specifically fire damage, is it not? Yes. Which shrugs with a slight smouldering of the branches, utterly untouched by the fireball you just launched. Oh, no. Helen, Helen, it's cool. You know what else trees hate? Axes. Yeah! (laughs) Take a break, take a break, take a break, take a break! (laughs) (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome back. We will delete any mention of the A word. We don't like that word here. And the, the F word I have I can mitigate against, but the, the, the A word's quite bad. So... What's the A word? Axe and fireball. Oh, just don't say the words. You'll upset, my, you'll upset all of my uh, we'll have creatures. have to beat that out, Brian. <laughs> Thank you. God. For the right. tree listeners. Wild is up. Yeah, what about the giant fire elemental illusion? Why isn't the lightning tree targeting that? Because Alex forgot. <laughs> no, what okay. Alex will do is, is just say, the lightning tree that's immune to fire... Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Recognised. Ooh, threat. Eh... So on Wild's turn, two things happen. One, I'm going to be generous. Hamid, you're right next to Wild. Give me a Knowledge Arcana. Uh, no, Spellcraft, sorry, Spellcraft. <laughs> Natural one. Natural one. Wild does something you have no idea what he's doing. Like, <laughs> at all. Wild, this is no time to compose more witty sayings. <laughs> <laughs> the fire elemental disappears with Wild going, damn it, and starts doing an extremely elaborate spell, something big, whatever it is, then gives a big clap of the hands and calls out a final word. And apparently nothing has happened. Mm. Mm. At which point, though, Cell, you are up. I need to know a bit more about the layout before I can decide things, because mm-hmm. I need to work out whether I can bomb the lightning tree without hitting... The lightning that. tree is 20 feet away from the rest of the party. OK, cool. Cell's going to throw bombs at the lightning tree. Understood. Can I request that you only use fire bombs? Uh, no. <laughs> They're going to throw frost bombs, so I get to do four of them. Yep. The first one is 16. It's attack roll. That's a miss. They'll still take splash, won't they? Yeah, 12 damage, but that's the total. Mm-hmm. The next one is 20. That's a miss. It's a big tree! It doesn't technically... It miss doesn't just mean, like, you whiffed it. 
it means that it has like a thick, ridiculous hide type yeah. situation. It's, as it's well, how Azu like and I have hired. Like, okay, so, so so if they're missing, they I've got this wrong. Each each bomb is actually five d six plus seven and twelve splash. So they should be taking twelve splash if they're missing. The next one is nine, which I know is That's a miss. miss. And I know that the next one will miss because there is no way that they can roll high enough because even if they get a 20, no. so that the next one's an 11. So every single one misses. Still 48 damage, which is a lot of damage. Yeah, it might depend how much they miss by, whether they still yeah. do splash damage. So what I need to know is, did you say it was 12 for each bomb? Yes. Okay. So think of it more like anti-aircraft fire, where it's exploding by, but not necessarily like in or anything like that. Mm. But like for three, you just know that should have done more damage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It did do some, did not do what you would expect. It is clearly got extra things at play here. Okay. So they did take the splash damage or not? Or they took some? The splash damage appeared to hit them, but didn't seem to do anywhere near as much damage as it should have. Okay. Are you going to take any movement? In Since I have used all four bombs, I cannot, because I believe that is a full attack. Yeah. In that case, then, am I okay to move yep. on in the initiative order? Oh, they they shout. Can we consider going through the time and space thing? Is that possibly better than the tree thing? Zolt, you are up. I am going to do a slight rules tweak because I think it just makes more sense, which is, although it explicitly says you can only take a single move action, for the sake of easing and to head off anything that could be a problem, I'm going to say you can also do stuff like object interaction, including things like drawing weapons if you didn't have them or whatever. The last thing I want to do is have you have to then take a penalty at the end of your nauseation, doing stuff like getting your glaive to hand or whatever. So I'm just going to explicitly state you can do object interactions as well. Yeah, I assumed I had my glaive out, like using it like a crook anyway. So. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking <laughs> things like if you wanted to draw potions or anything like that, like you can. I think it's silly that you can't when nauseated, so I'm overruling that specific aspect of the rule. Okay. You are up. Cool. As far as I'm aware, there will be one round after this where you're still nauseated yep. and then you are clear. I'll um move up to people. Go, that might be a good idea. Oh, dear. <laughs> It's really hard to be a badass action hero whilst you're also a little queasy, isn't it? I'm not trying to be a badass action hero. I never said you were trying. I was just saying you were failing. <laughs> okay, yeah, anything. I'm assuming nothing else. I, I literally can't do anything else. Don't know why you asked. <laughs> I gave you object interactions. I just didn't know what you were going to use them for. Azu, you are up. How close am I to the nearest tree? You are basically all but facing off against the nearest tree because you already moved up last round. You used a double move, I did. so you're, you're there. What I would like to do is move backwards and then channel positive energy in such a way that it heals my allies and not any injured trees. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if we're sharing squares. Trees next to us right now are not currently injured. So, yeah, that's the fact. Is if you want to just get your party in the area of effect, yeah. that's not possible. But Brim brings up a very good point, which is they've taken no damage. So if you're just trying to heal everyone, all you're going to do is heal a tree that's already at full health, which is the same as doing nothing bad. Okay, I wasn't sure how close the big... You're going to want to back off by 10 foot because Alex said that it was 20 foot away from us and it's that's, a 30 foot. That's what I needed to check. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. Um, but yeah, if you want to channel positive energy to like heal people up, go for it. I'm going to do that. I know it's less efficient. No, no, no. I, I can't right now. Exactly. There's no, there's no <laughs> argument there. Like, it's more efficient than no. And because of the spacing, you'll catch the entire party as well. Yes. I I'll tell you now, I don't normally do this, Helen. While Zolf is nauseated, it's not a bad idea. It's a pretty good idea. You're not going to get a better chance to use it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. 
Well, let's hope that I don't roll ones and everything, eh? It's 3d6 for channel positive energy. It's barely anything. Sorry. <laughs> Everyone gets 8 HP back. It could make the difference. And Azu's then going to yell, we're not going to win this. That's her assessment and my assessment. Because <laughs> my assessment is we're not going to win this without people dying. We could win, but people will die, so. Summit Newell gives a big old roar. Oh, no. Seemingly in affirmation and takes a couple of attacks at the nearest tree, unsuccessfully on both counts, and then holds her ground. At which point, then, that tree is already dead. Get rid of that one. I don't know why I was bringing up that. Our big old lightning friend proceeds to give an enormous Uh-oh. sort of throat, like throaty tree roar, sort of, <gasps> and proceeds to swing wildly, massive, vicious electrified attacks at nothing. Uh, wild delusion. F- yeah, for free, you can oh, see Wild God. giving a kind of. Sh- you can beat this, a shit-eating grin <laughs> as big old lightning boy is starting to beat the ever-loving whatever out of thin air. Cool, good. At which point then, Skrark is up. Skrark is going to use Draconic Breath. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh my. He'll t- so he'll turn towards one of the two trees that's next to us. Uh, Draconic yeah, Breath is a 15-foot cone, so hopefully he can angle this so it doesn't hit any of the... Scrap can, yeah, that's yeah. fine. I don't know if it'll catch any of the weirdly moving trees in the background. No, so the weirdly yeah. moving trees in the background are still, like, 60 feet away. They're currently just being weird. They've not actually done anything apart from just sort of give a little wiggle. Woo-hoo. They're just there. No, they're back in dance. So, yeah, they're well out of range, I'm afraid. Okay, so DC 17 reflex save. Oh, they're probably not going to make that. No, they fell. Oh, that's not great. 10 damage, so 15 with the vulnerability. Sure. He might have done Un- more by just attacking normally. An unfortunate roll, but a good tactic. Yeah. Is Skrark going to move then or do anything? The thing is, we're all currently threatened by these trees. Yes, you're all threatened by both of them because you've gotten flanked. Yeah, and uh, I, basically I think it, I was hoping that would do more. So I don't think he can, he can afford to withdraw and take the attacks of Op at this point. I, I can't tell you. Yeah, so no. <laughs> okay, understood. Uh, sensible. In which case then, the one that just got hit by Skrark tends to punch, unsurprisingly, Skrark. So I think that was the same one that Summit Niel was attacking, was it? It was the same one that Summit Niel failed to attack, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, fair, fair. Summit Niel missed twice. I just, I just whiffed the attacks, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, in which case then... Oh, Skrark. What Skrark's they see again? 22. A hit and another hit. <gasps> oh, Skrark. Fir- <laughs> oh, Skrark. The first one is a horrendously heavy slam from a branch dealing 18 damage. Okay, okay. The second one comes in almost equally strong, dealing a further 15. It's a proper boom, and then as Skrark is bouncing to one side, gets caught by the branch in the other direction. The thing is, if I'd moved away from the trees, I would have taken two exactly equivalent attacks. Yes, you would. In which case then, the trees at the distant edge 
start to move jerkily and unpleasantly forward like something from a horror movie. They only move 10 feet, but more trees move closer by 10 feet than you can count in combat. Okay, we've got to run. We've got to run, guys. Basically, we've got to run. every single tree, more or less, surrounding this clearing has all just jerked and moved creepily forward by 10 feet and are all starting to give sort of tree-esque moans and cries. It is an unpleasant cacophony. The tree on the other side takes a double swing at Summit Neal. Hit and a miss. Oh, God! I tell you what, I'm not rolling great on the attacks, but in terms of the damage, horrendous. Summit Neal takes a heavy blow to the face. Another crunch from the big old branch. Summit Neal's looking worse for wear now. God. Summit Neal's taken a, a big old pile of punishment. We are now, a few more of the trees at the edge of the clearing all move forward because it's staggered out a little bit. We're at the top of the round. Hamid, you're up. Trees to the left of you, trees to the right, and some weird lightning, horrible thing stuck in the middle with you. Hamid takes the withdraw action. He can only move 20 feet. No attacks or opportunity are triggered. Are the, the, are the three flower bud things roughly equidistant, or is one closest to us? Broadly speaking, I would say that the dong, 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 dong plant is slightly closer by virtue of that was the one that you were investigating at the time. Mm. You think, though, you have a clear run to any of the three because the trees that are moving at the edge are so slow. If, If your goal is to run to one of those three plants, you basically have a straight shot to any of them on condition that you stay ahead of these things that were just flanking you so I I get 20 foot of movement so I can't even make it to one specifically so I'm going to move to where I'm sort of equidistant between two of them anyway that's sensible you can more or less have a straight shot to any of them yeah Hamid is not making a choice of which one to go towards he is withdrawing from immediate threat and placing himself within easy access to any of them like another, um, if a, hopefully another 20 foot move could get me to any specific one sure wild basically does the same thing like literally the withdrawal action ends yeah. up in the same situation it's a sensible move and metagame allows wild to maintain concentration which is a pretty useful thing that's happening right now yes at which point then sell you are up same thing you currently based on where you are would not need to withdraw uh yeah because i'm like behind them you weren't on top of them you were a little bit offset yeah. so you can move more freely Cell doesn't have a preference for which bud to go into but also doesn't want to be in like bomb range necessarily if we're all grouped together having seen yeah, what yeah. Hamid can do so we'll shout as they jog backwards to be nearer the probably I would say standing between Wild and Hamid and the, let's just guess, London bud. Sure. And uh, we'll say, any preference for a portal? <laughs> Svalbard, Americas, or Pollution Land? Well, that's your six seconds, so... Yep. <laughs> Ran and spoke. In which case then, Zolf, you are up. What ain't here but showing Drew London? Sounds good. And I'll move towards the London one mm. sod it I'll, I'll make a bloody choice yeah. that's your last nauseated move correct yeah that's it I'm, I'm from next round I'm not nauseated any longer understood in which case then Azu you are up Summit Neil goes after me right yes okay alright yes. I'm going to trust 
that she's going to follow us. Because I will not feel good about leaving her behind. You do you. All this thinking. Just hit your problems or run away. Basically, that's all combat, Let's run away. Like, I don't know where I am in terms of between... Because I already moved back by ten feet. So Hamid is now ten feet beyond me? Yeah. Okay, I moved to be with Hamid and Wild and whoever's with us. <laughs> I think it's just those three currently. Uh, you, yeah, you can do that based on the spacing. Don't worry about that. Okay. Because you used your time to channel energy. You would have had to have withdraw if you went in for a fist fight, but you didn't. Okay, good. Um, in which case... If we're not trying to kill these things, if that's your move, you might want to channel positive energy again. You could do that. Like, it oh, will yes, heal up the trees but we haven't done that much damage and we're probably at greater risk of dying than they are right now yes i am going to do that thank you okay am i close enough to heal everybody yes good it will heal the tree too if the tree is a living creature but i think that's well, just an acceptable price to pay it is yeah maybe it will be on our side after that no? <laughs> i've been thinking about all of these decisions i've made and i'm really reevaluating my positions on this fight there's no shame in changing your mind based on new information. It's true. Uh, that's another plus eight hit points for everyone. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, Helen, but you should roll better. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Listen Alex you. School of Advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Summit Neil. As much as Alex would like to play a high wisdom character as dumb as a plank and go, no, you go, I'll stay and sacrifice myself arbitrarily, doesn't. Summit Newell also takes the withdrawal action the same way other characters did. Good. In which case then, Lightning Tree continues to... <laughs> something that's not there. Skrark's turn. Skrark takes the withdrawal action. Okay. Skrark has a uh, speed of 30 foot, because despite being in the small category, cobbles are fast. So I need to ask them, at this stage, because I can run the numbers and I have the, the map of it in my head, if all of you were to just simultaneously choose to beeline to a specific one of those three plants, nothing, thanks to the lightning one being engaged, nothing can actually catch up with you if you all just beeline. So I'm actually happy to basically call this combat out of initiative because Zolf isn't nauseated as well. The, the trees aren't as quick, so it, it can just be if you pick one and you genuinely all just want to plough into one, we can just do that without yeah. me having to go through initiative. Does anyone yeah. object to that? No. No, I think that's can, what we can do. Can Hamid make it in whilst casting a single path parting fireball at the two remaining trees? Yes, but I would like a consensus from everyone. As NPCs, both Wild and Summit Neil abstain. Can I confirm with everyone which one you're collectively running to? Sell will follow Zolf. Same. Yeah, London. My party members are all cowards, so I'm going to call London. Sell's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot less involved in the conspiracy. I, mm, and I don't think Hamid is convinced it is London. Bryn suspects, but yeah, I think yeah. Hamid is more I, I, I haven't got, than Bryn. I haven't got a monkeys, but we've got to go through something. Azu is like, that's the closest one in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I shall, yeah, from a from a tactical from a tactical perspective, it categorically is the closest one. So yeah, yeah. if nothing else, yeah. that's as good a criteria as any, right? Okay, in that case, then you all plough towards one it. One thing I will do is, while we're running, if we're dropping out of combat, is go close your eyes when you go in. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone hold on to each other really tight, please. Oh, let's do that. 
So as all of the jerky horror trees close the circle net ever tighter, as the lightning creature gives one last flurry against an enemy it was never fighting, realises its error and turns to see you all fleeing and starts trying to summon a final lightning bolt after you. As the two trees that you were facing off lumber closer, trying to chase, but they're just not quick enough. They take you a fireball to the face. you got to leave them something to me. remember you by. <laughs> you all dive through into the bong, 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 bong plant. You will have to technically be single file because the petals aren't wide enough, but yeah. you you effectively dive through just brazenly throwing yourselves in one after another. Yeah. Too late for any of you to act, and not in a way that is a mechanical punishment, you see a flash of bright blue from the petals as each of you dives through. Hamid, as the last one, chucks a cursory fireball over your shoulder before diving in afterwards, but I will grant you the satisfaction of just auto-killing the two remaining trees because fireball is a horrendously bad day for a desiccated horror tree. Yeah. And on that, as you all plummet into the unknown infinities beyond, it's been a good campaign. I'm sorry that you picked the instant death door. <laughs> Two of them would have been life, but you did pick the death door. I'm sorry. There we go. Well, there was a ghost we'll... behind the other ones. <laughs> you, look, if you'd have just asked the middle plant what the other two plants would have said, you'd have been okay. But here we are. No, as you as you dive in towards uh, the infinite, we'll have to return next week to find out what the heck's happening. And a note of respect from me for you all having having the stones to just go into the unknown. Yep. Off we go. This one. Well, Rah. it was that or death. Yeah. It and, was and also into the unknown is death. into the unknown is the entire campaign so far. So we've got used to it. I think we could have taken them. No, no. We are all holding hands and going into space together. That's it. Bye. <laughs> uh, I will allow you all to also be holding hands. It, it, that's the truth as well. Right. We will all go there. together when we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out what happens next week. But if nothing else, congratulations. Uh, you've made probably the biggest decision in a while that completely transforms the shape of the campaign around you so let's see where this goes cool yay I'm, I'm really looking forward to like next week starting Umbrella Academy season 2 that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all wake up in the 1960s Cribs notes Cribs notes Cribs notes it's, it's 1960 <laughs> 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 bye bye all bye, bye. bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. For why this is a horrendous, awful thing to open with? Uh, just, uh, sorry, uh, did I? How did Wild, Smetniel, and Skrark do? Skrark passed, but yeah, Alex, you need to roll for Wild and Smetniel. Oh, I already well. have. I, I know. Let, I know what's happened. Oh, gonna, you're being. What's okay, happening okay. first? All right. Give me, give me a chance to relish the fact that I actually got a special ability off once in six years. <laughs> <laughs> 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne and host of Enthusiasm. Today I'm here to tell you about Divisor, a podcast on the RQ network. Divisor is a dark science fiction audio drama with elements of horror from Harlan Guthrie, the mastermind behind the unsettling and addictive series Malevolent. In this immersive tale, we follow Sun, a young man who awakens aboard a spaceship bound for Earth on a mission to recolonize a desolate planet. However, Sun's journey takes a sinister turn, and he discovers unsettling truths about his world and himself. The entire series is available for you to listen to right now. So, search for Divisor, that's D-E-V-I-S-E-R, wherever you listen to podcasts, or visit www.divisor.ca or www.rustyquill.com for more information. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode.